0: How do you feel how's it going you know we're getting closer to the end we got this great news just absolutely great news the uh, federal government is going to begin removing some of the restrictions on travelers coming back across the border this is for fully vaccinated travelers you won't have to do the hotel thing anymore you'll be able to just you know get a test when you come home and then go self-isolate at home till that test comes back hopefully negative and then you're you're good to go that is going to be big news of course that is not that is not going to come into effect until July. Details on that coming up in the news, all those details straight ahead. How you feeling, though? Because as we begin to reopen, we are still some distance away from gyms being able to reopen. And I don't know about you, but I miss the gym. I know I can work out at home. I know I can go to the park and, you know, I don't know, run up and down a hill. I just don't want to. I like the machines that go bing. That's what I like. I like that, and so I miss the gym. But it's not just our bodies that we got to worry about. And you may know this: that June is Men's Health Month, a month where we, you know, we talk about men's health. You know, dudes, we don't like to talk about this sort of stuff. What do we like to talk about? We like to talk about sports. You see that game last night? How's about that? That hit was offside. Well, how you doing? Well, I'm. Don't ask me about me. Let's get back to sports. That is what we do as men. And that's one thing when it you know comes to our physical health, but it's something completely different when we talk about our mental health. Because increasingly men, especially as we get a little older, we get a little different vintage, you know what we do is we start shutting down. We don't have the kind of outreach anymore. We don't have the kind of social circle. I don't know, compare yourself with you know you're either your spouse or women in your life, and just compare yourself and your social network with theirs i don't know my mind comes up a little shallow <laughs> compared to my wife's 100 percent. and so as men we don't do real well especially when we talk about our own mental health and so many of us are struggling through this pandemic and i think it's time we have a really open conversation about not just working out your body but working out your mind as well and maybe what you need is a mental health gym and my next guest has unbelievably a mental health gym has a mental health gym corey chadwick is on the line corey i'm so pleased to have you on the program talk to you today what is a mental health gym uh
1: alan thanks for having me on Um, yeah a mental health gym is like you said we love to work out our bodies we're used to the idea of working out our bodies we know the importance of physical exercise And yet we don't often think about the importance of exercising our minds and our brains, Uh, a mental health gym, or we just call it the mental gym is a place to go to exercise your mind, to work on your mindset, to develop the mental skills, how to think a certain way, make decisions a certain way, take control of your life and your mental health and uh, move forward in life in, in such a, a greatly different way, quite frankly. Um, that's the short.
0: <laughs> and for, for you personally, the, the, the journey that you took to get to a point where, where you, you are now operating a, a mental gym, tell me something about your background.
1: Um, yeah. So mental health was a, a pretty front and center um, thing in my life. Uh, when I was a teenager, my mother suffered from bipolar disorder and nobody talked about mental health at the time. I didn't know what it was. I didn't know the conversation um and she was struggling she kept it to herself she didn't talk about it with friends she definitely didn't talk about it with myself or my brother i just knew that my mom was really struggling uh, i had no idea how bad it was or how much she was struggling um, until she tried to take her own life and then she tried again and i remember just feeling so so out of control of this situation You're watching somebody that she loved so much have such a, an incredibly difficult time and and be in such a low place that they feel like the only way out is to to end it and uh and and uh, one day she she did it she she killed herself and it was a heartbreaking time it was a terrible time um, it freaked me out because my grandmother had the same condition that my mother did, and I thought this is this is coming for me too. I'm gonna, I'm gonna end up like my mom. I'm gonna lose control of my mind. Something's gonna take over and uh, and I, I can't end up like that. And that idea really freaked me out. And so I, I looked at this and I said, well, I can either sit here and cross my fingers and just hope that things work out for me or I can get to work on exercising my mind, taking control of my mind, building a, a healthier, uh, a higher performing mind. And that's what I did. Um, I didn't know that this was something that could be done. I just thought I've got to try and I got to work. Um, And bit by bit along the way, I started discovering some incredible things just about how we think and how we make our decisions and what motivates us. And you can almost entirely trace a path between kind of that process, that process of your mind and the results that you get in your life. So the quality of your relationships, how happy you are, how healthy you are, even physically and emotionally, how you perform at work, at home. For me, as a parent, I've got two young boys. That's everything to me and being the kind of husband that I want to be. And you can actually connect the dots between working out your mind and doing it in the way that we do it in the gym and seeing these these outcomes in your life. So, bit by bit, I just kept working on myself and working on myself, really for my own benefit, until I realized that I had kind of discovered something that needed to be shared with other people. Uh, I'm going to fast forward a whole bunch in my life to the point where the mental gym got rocking, um, but that's why we're here and that's what we do. People don't need to wonder about who they can be and they don't need to wonder about how they can show up in life. Life's hard enough as it is. We're making it way too harder. on us, way too much, we're making it harder on ourselves than it needs to be.
0: Can we we talk about men for for a moment? I I know that the uh, mental gym is not specifically just for men, um, but in in terms of men, we, uh, as I said in my preamble, we don't like to talk about this sort of stuff at all. We don't care for it. Um, And how do we get past that?
1: I think one of the problems is that we've somehow learned that it's not cool to talk about what you're feeling. Um, It's a sign of weakness to talk about, I, I don't have it all figured out. I'm struggling with something I could use some help. We think that's a sign of weakness when really it's a sign of strength and we need to change that, that narrative. We need to change that understanding. It is a huge sign of strength to say, you know, I'm here, but I want to be here. I'm not quite where I want to be, or I could use some support. Um, I often think of anybody who's ever accomplished anything great in life, uh, On a a world stage, you could talk about, you're talking about athletes and working out our body. So, talk about athletes. We do it with teams. We do it with support. We do it with coaches. We do it with guidance. Nobody does it alone. But for some reason, guys have been taught, and I don't know, it's because do we grow up watching too many Arnold Schwarzenegger movies (laughs) (laughs) and learning that that's what a real guy is and he just kind of suits the bad guys and never talks about how he's feeling? Maybe. yeah, because sharing
0: sharing is seen to be weakness in pop culture. And what mm-hmm. I often say, I I say this all the time. Um, and I, I think for men, we 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 love what we thrive on is you know shouldering responsibility. You know, you talk about your family and how important they are to you and your kids are, and same for me. You know, and I I want to shoulder it all. And what I like to talk about is is, you know, like when you're on the airplanes and they give you the safety feature and they what they tell you is if the emergency mask comes down, if the oxygen mask comes down, what do you have to do? You got to put yours on first. So yes, you want to protect your family. Yes, you want to shoulder all of these responsibilities. But if you're not taking care of yourself, if you're not putting the oxygen mask on yourself first, you're not going to be able to help anybody else.
1: Yeah, I love that you say that. I say the same thing all the time. Um, it's, and it's not just about taking care of yourself so that you can survive. I mean, that's what we think of with the oxygen mask, right? You just got to survive to take care of everybody else. We see that a lot of the problems men in particular have, but women too, is they think, well, I am surviving. I am getting by. I'm fine. And it's like we've we've set the bar at fine, at just surviving. Um, and then we think as long as we're doing that and we can shoulder that responsibility of being a parent, of being a partner, of, running a business or being a leader, whatever it is that we're doing, uh, as long as we can do that and just kind of get through the next day, that we'll be okay. And I just think we need to change the way we think about that because it's, it's not productive. We're treading water. You know, if you, if you think about the the difference between someone who's treading water and someone who swims like Michael Phelps, it's, it's a huge difference. Hmm. And so many of us are just treading water and we think, well, Treading water, that's okay. I look at my friends and I look at my family, and they're treading water too. So, I, I'm fine. I, give me, we're give, doing give ourselves me. a huge disservice.
0: Corey, that, just give me a give me something that that you would suggest, something that works for you to be a present um, uh, and positive force uh, in your spouse's and your kids' life.
1: Uh, I'm uh, such a huge fan of open, honest, vulnerable communication with, be it with my, my children, my wife, my friends, with anybody, we, we tend to have trouble just being real and, and authentic with each other. And again, we don't like having those, those vulnerable conversations because they can be uncomfortable. And if you're not used to having uncomfortable conversations, they tend to be something that we steer away from instead of leaning into, but it makes such a a huge difference. Just not pretending about anything, just being honest all the time, being real with each other all the time. Here's what I'm feeling. Here's what I'm thinking. And that doesn't mean that you need to share every single thing in every moment of your day. But there are things that we should be talking about and need to be talking about. Keep those lines of communic- uh, communication open and flowing. It's, it's a game changer.
0: Corey, it's been great talking to you you uh your website is mental gym life just give a sense of of what the mental gym is
1: so the mental gym is a place for like-minded people to work out their minds for one hour once a week. all of our classes are live online so you come to a group class we talk about we talk about we work on one concept kind of one main idea each class we discuss it we look at different points of view because we have have um such a great range of members in in different walks of life and different life experiences. Not only do you get the trainer perspective, but you also get different people's perspective. You get to hear what they're experiencing and how they're dealing with things and and how they're working to be better and better and better in their lives. Uh, We're all about this idea of living your 10. That's what we call it, living your 10. If you think of it as living your best life, not living fine, but living your best life as the best version of you, we're about this idea of living your 10. And everybody that you're gonna find in the gym is there to live their 10s. They may be coming in at a five, six, seven, eight, wherever it is, but they're there to live their 10s. So for one hour once a week, you come to the gym, work on mental exercises, we stretch you to think differently, we want you to think differently, learn how to make the kind of choices for you that gets you where you wanna go instead of treading water. We work on that one main concept. We also give you something called self-work. So we call self-work, which is kind of like your at-home workout that you're going to work on in between classes. You're going to come back next week. We're going to pick up the workout. We're going to keep going. We're going to keep building on it. It's a wonderful place to be. It is such a a judgment-free environment to come and work on yourself and just want to be a better you. Um, We're really proud of the work we're doing, and we invite everybody to come check it out for themselves.
0: Thank you, Corey. I appreciate you coming on. I appreciate you sharing. Please take care. Thanks, Alan.